0: Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Big 12 Podcast. It's the 18th of January, 2023. Special edition here, recording right after the news broke that Kendall Bryles is going to be the new TCU offensive coordinator replacing Garrett Riley. So going to share some thoughts on this situation on Bryles returning, because this is not just an offensive coordinator hire at TCU. There's a lot going into it. I want to give you guys my initial thoughts on this TCU situation and was this the right move, uh, you know, for non-football reasons and football reasons, all that coming up. You are Locked On Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Big 12 podcast. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. You guys can do so by just hitting the subscribe button on YouTube. Also find us wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify. Please follow us on Twitter at LO Big 12 and you guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. We will have basketball coverage coming. I'm going to go Thursdays now because most Big 12 games – Are Tuesdays and Thursdays or uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays? So we'll have kind of our thoughts on Thursdays and then some preview stuff happening on Fridays. And we'll, you know, mix in some Mondays. So, gonna go going probably half and half football basketball here as still things are wrapping up with football season transfer portal closing staff movements. Obviously, still happening right now. We still have some of our season recaps. Oklahoma came out today, you guys can check that out. UCF earlier this week. We're going to be doing Houston and Texas. We'll have those coming up for you guys. Also, K-State as well. And TCU in a little bit. We'll talk to Steven Simcox probably next week because that's where we go tonight. And this story has a lot of layers to it. But TCU reportedly is going to hire Kendall Bryles to be their offensive coordinator, to replace Garrett Riley. Garrett Riley left TCU this year to go take the job at uh, at Clemson, where it looks like you know he is on the fast track to becoming a head coach sometime in the near future. Kendall Riles comes over from Arkansas. Now, not just Arkansas, Kendall Riles coaching history goes back to his time where, uh, you know, he played football, I was Texas and then Houston safety and wide receiver. And then he was the inside wide receivers coach. Uh, and then was ultimately promoted to OC and offensive coordinator uh, in 2015 and 2016 went to FAU in 17, Houston in 18, uh, FSU in 19. Then 2020 through 2023, he was at Arkansas as the uh, offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach. They were set to bring him back. And now he takes the job at TCU. Um, The reason why this is surprising, it's a multiple kind of sided issue, but the number one thing is, um, with what happened at Baylor, it is going to be awkward to have Kendall Bryles back in the conference. And for those of you who don't know, Kendall Bryles is the son of Art Bryles, the former Baylor head coach who left amid scandal, uh, you know, and and everything that happened uh, basically at the Baylor university was there is a sexual assault scandal that involved the coaching staff, people in the program, the president, AD, everybody. And, and just gross negligence with what the football players were doing, you know, uh, sexual assault and rape was involved and it was a pretty comprehensive situation. I mean, really it's shell Baylor's football program. You know, we know that uh, they had to tear that thing down and then kind of rebuilt it pretty fast, but we all know that thing got torn down. And a lot of folks were caught up in that. Obviously Oklahoma offensive coordinator, Jeff Levy, Kendall Bryles, Art Bryles, Kaz -Kaz 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 Kazati, the strength and conditioning coach was involved and look, there is some varying reporting about, you know, the extent of Kendall Bryle's involvement in that situation. And the lawsuit claims that, you know, he was pretty involved uh, in kind of the show him a good time culture there about, you know, offering up, you know, women to players and asking players if they liked Certain kinds of you know, certain kinds of women, women of a certain race, stuff like that, just stuff that's really inappropriate for a coach to do, especially, especially, you know, as the kind of time goes along. Now it's just it's just inappropriate way to act because it kind of you know represents a culture. We say, hey, these women, they're really into football players. You know, are you into that? You know, you give kids the wrong message because then they start assuming all these women are into football players, and that all of them, you know, all of a sudden uh, they have consent to do whatever they want because. You've been told that they're they're into it. And it's just kind of creating a, b- a bad culture uh, overall. So, like his involvement specifically, we don't know all the way. There's been a lot written on it. Um, and I think Kendall Bryles and Jeff Levy have both been, um, I want to use the word victim, but they have been obviously they've been they've been dinged for what happened. And so some of you out there might be believers that you know they're uh, you should move on and you should forgive and whatnot. Kendall Bryles and Jeff Levy were pretty outspoken supporters of their, of you know, uh, Art Bryles during that situation. Obviously, both family members, Levy marries into the family, Bryles being the son, Kendall Bryles that being. And so, you know, you you, you kind of have to question the amount of contrition coming there. Because the thing is, like, Kendall Bryles can move around as much as he wants, you know, and I, I think there's always a process whenever Levy gets hired or Bryles gets hired. Um, we saw what happened. Our Bryles was hired for like, what a day at Grambling state and whatnot. But if you bring Kendall Bryles back to the big 12 and TC, not just back to the big 12 to TCU, whose biggest rival is Baylor. You know, if he's here for more than, and we haven't seen the schedule yet, but if he's here for more than a year, there's a very good chance that he will be coaching a game back at Baylor university which could set up an incredibly awkward and upsetting situation for some folks to see him back in a role that he had before that school, but like, you know, in a different school, obviously, but to be back in that kind of position of authority and power. And, you know, it's really curious because I know Gary Patterson is no longer the coach at TCU, but it's well-documented that TCU and Baylor rivals, but Art Riles and Gary Patterson did not necessarily get along very well. Not two guys that, you know, really love, had a a lot of love for each other and kind of, you know, ended up kind of being curmudgeons almost in different, very much different ways. I have a lot more respect for Gary Patterson than I do for one Art Bryles based off of what I know about, you know, based on what we all know about both of those guys. It, It also begs the question too, for, for TCU, you Know Brandon Marcello, I just heard him speak on Big 12 Radio on Sirius XM. He said, look, there is already booster backlash. Uh, we know that. There is going to be fan backlash. And it's interesting that Sonny Dykes would choose to spend goodwill and capital that he has gained through the success of his first year in making a hire like this. Now, Kendall Bryo is a pretty good offensive coach. We've seen the offenses that he had at FAU. I know Arkansas fans were not always pleased with his performances, but still that was an awesome offense for a lot of the time. It didn't feel like the Arkansas offense always was the big issue for the Hogs. He had a lot of success during his time coaching. And so for him to decide to leave an SEC school, they're paying him a heck of a lot of money and to come to TCU I think speaks volumes of where that program is and speaks volumes of what people think of, of Sonny Dykes as kind of a guy who can make you, you know, in the coaching business, right? It feels like Garrett Riley is well on his way to becoming a made man in the coaching ranks. And so now this all just kind of I want to say if you know it's it's all kind of like like Sonny Dykes is it's spending the capital. He is he is absolutely putting himself out there. Now, some folks might think once spring football kicks up and around, and we start getting to the ball, and if they start winning, it'll all go away. But this is a pretty deep-rooted rivalry. This is two schools that you know, uh, you know, they stand for Christianity ostensibly because Baylor's a Baptist school, and TC, obviously Texas Christian University, right? So they they stand for you know pillars of different pillars. I guess you could say the same faith, right? And kind of that faith-based idea. I don't know if Sonny Dykes like really claimed that. I don't really see him claim that a whole lot. Uh, not in the way like a Scott Drew does, I guess, you know, not as much of a, a guy who talks about, I guess, faith as much, whatever. It, it just feels interesting that this is where you want to spend your chips. This is where you want to put your political capital. This is where you want to put the goodwill that you've earned through that strong season and you want to spend it on Kendall Bryles. Now you might say, Josh. Well, there aren't that many uh, good options around. And look, if Kendall Bryles is available, he is a good fit. You know, a guy to to go and get and run a system that Sunny is familiar with, and two guys would have some pretty good synergy. Uh, the coaching fit seems like it makes a lot of sense. I know there's some situations where there are Arkansas fans specific, you know, specifically were upset with some stuff that Kendall Bryles would do. But generally speaking, he helped KJ Jefferson and that offense reach some pretty impressive heights, and. I think that coaching wise, it makes a lot of sense, but this is not the move I would have made. Say, well, what would you have made? And I can't tell you the exact answer that I'm not as plugged in, not as connected. You know, a lot of these coaching guys are, but you know, this this was what you had to do. Like, is this the move you had to make to guarantee offensive success? There was nobody else in the air raid tree that you could go and find in the Baylor offensive tree, whatever you want to say. There's nobody else that you could go and get to push this thing forward, to keep the program moving forward. I have a difficult time believing that. Maybe Sonny Dykes just didn't care about all that. And he's like, you know what? If Kendall Bryles is allowed to coach back in Power 5 football, why can't he coach here? Why can't he coach for me? And why can't he help us succeed? I understand that. Um, But Sonny's intimately familiar with TCU and and SMU and in that area. And he's an air raid guy too. So like, Sonny understands all this stuff. And that's why I am I am a little surprised. Um, angry? No, I mean I think I've I think the anger and whatnot is like I'll save that for TCU fans. How however you all want to feel. I have made my feelings about hiring people like this. Uh, we talked about Chris Beard last week. Like I don't care how reformed that guy says he is. I would not be the AD to hire him. I would not be the AD to hire Hugh Freeze. I would not be the AD to hire Kendall Bryles. I would not be an AD who would hire Art Bryles all of those things. And I really, you know, even Jeff Levy to some extent, like I wouldn't be that guy. Maybe I wouldn't be an AD for too long. Cause I'm, you know, I'm being too morally altruistic. Sure. Whatever you want to say about that, but that's just me. That's who I am. That's where I'm coming from. Uh, I don't claim to take the moral high ground. That's not, that's not what I'm trying to do there. I'm just saying like, I I'd, I'd like to think that at some point with our college sports, like, you know, when people say they want to mold young men and create good people, they actually mean what they say. Uh, they actually are trying to forge forward and create a a good situation for those young men set a good example because it sounds like from everything that we know bryle's plural uh, were not setting a good example and at no point was you know it was not a culture of accountability for your wrongdoings it was covering up showing kids it's okay to do you know pretty old, uh, heinous things allegedly and get off with it so that is why you know i would not be somebody I, i'm i'm not like excited about this hire I'm not jazzed about this hire for TCU. I I think it's going to be uncomfortable to see Kendall Riles back in the Big 12. I think it's going to be uncomfortable to see Kendall Riles in the same field as the Baylor Bears, which, you know, uh, it's a big rivalry. And I think even with the whatever happens with the schedule, I think we will see Baylor against TCU next year. Uh, I think that's going to be pretty obvious. Like it's a rivalry you're probably going to keep. So I'm not comfortable with that. Um, you know, obviously I'd love to hear what you all think in the comment section below, but I I think this is a, when you guys do comment, when you all do talk about this, uh, I would say, you know, be thoughtful and be careful about what you all say, because this is not an easy issue. Like this did not personally affect a lot of us, but there are people out there who it did personally affect And, you know, I I think you think like, do you want them to read or hear anything you say about this situation? And Kendall Bryles has asked multiple times, try to separate himself from his father, asked him to be judged on him. But, you know, some of the stuff that we've heard doesn't mean like it doesn't sound like Kendall is should be separated completely from what happened there, especially some of the stuff that we read in the lawsuit. And it does not sound like it was a situation where people were just making stuff up and trying to sink the Baylor, uh, sink Baylor athletics. Right. This is also a, you know, Baylor athletics president goes on, you know, I think president or AD, forget which one goes on to Baylor and goes and hires Hugh Freeze there just after his situation that happened at Old Miss. So these are not always good faith actors. There are bad people in college athletics. I think we like to believe that all these folks come out and say, we want to help these young men grow. We help these student athletes succeed in the classroom life, all of those things. And grow as men and women, but like that stuff is not always true all the time. And sometimes the bottom line is winning. But where where do you go too far with that? Where does that become too far? Where does your desire to win uh, begin to hurt people? Because I did at Baylor. People people got hurt. You know, I mean, just absolutely like irrevocably hurt at Baylor because winning was all that mattered. Protecting players and creating a very bad environment. Uh, or you know, environment that I guess the players you know uh, could thrive in in a horrible fashion was what they were they were trying to do. So I think um, also I, I think the decision to put the, to have this move happen right now also shows they were trying to avoid any potential transfers from either direction. Right, they were trying to avoid a situation where uh, you know uh, Arkansas players might leave because Kendall is gone or. Or, uh, you know, um, TCU players might leave because Kendall Bryles is coming in. Whatever you guys want to want to say about that. So those are my initial thoughts on this. We'll talk with Steven Simcox. Obviously, you know, it's an interesting situation because these two schools' history. We'll talk to also our buddy Drake Toll over at Locked On Baylor. But, you know, I, I would say trepidation is my first thought about having Kendall Bryles back in the Big 12. Surprised that Sonny Dykes would go for Kendall Bryles considering the history. Um, It is a bold move for sure. It's not one of those where if it pays off, like it doesn't, it does not, it does not, um, you know, uh, Kendall Bryles does not score any brownie points for scoring a ton of points, if you will, right? Like it's, the move is the move. It'll be a good hire based off of their success and their results, which now have a really high standard. But the move is the move, I think. I think, you know, I think it is surprising. It is kind of going to be upsetting for some folks. I mean, I can't believe, I can't, Begin to fathom how the Baylor folks are going to feel to see that guy potentially back in Waco and when he steps foot at McLean Stadium. So I think there's a whole lot to consider here. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO Big 12. You guys can follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore. You guys can find the show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. Till next time, my friends, as always, stay safe.